We're back for the, the Incomparables Flash podcast discussing the new season of Doctor Who, which is airing simultaneously in America and England. It's so exciting. I'm Jason Snell. Uh, joining me are Dan Morin and Serenity Caldwell. Hello. 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 The latest Doctor Who episode, I'll say. It was, it was the Curse of the Black... Pro- no, wait. That was a Pirate <laughs> of the Caribbean. Yes, Curse of the Black Spot. Talked. Um, was the third episode of this first half of this strange split Doctor Who season. Pirates! There be pirates! And Amy Pirate. Pond with a cutlass. Yes, yes. Well, that was... Let's start with that. That was a highlight. Um, I, I, you know, if you watched, I don't know if you saw the Doctor Who Confidential, but it was very clear that they were just ticking off all the boxes of, well, if we do a pirate episode, we got to do these things. And one of them was, there's going to be a sword fight, and Amy Pond will have the sword. She, uh, she buckled the swash or two. She did. She swung across on a rope. And it was. They pretty much, they like, they definitely went down that list, and they pretty much got them all out of the way in the first what ten minutes or so yeah, <laughs> about walking, that walking the plank and and all of that now now um the the clever trick was that she didn't actually have to be that good at sword fighting because she just had to have a pointy thing that could cause um you know could blood. draw blood because then the the demon mermaid would come and get them because they'd have a black spot right I just thought but it was they, hilarious they yeah. guns though what the heck that'll that'll make you bleed. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there's a there's a bit of a hesitation to using a gun. It's more the threat, whereas the sword there's a it's very easy to accidentally cut yourself on a sword. Yes, it's not easy to accidentally shoot yourself. Do we do we know. have a spoiler horn for this? I assume. Yes, we're going to talk. There's no spoiler horn because we're too lazy to put one in. But we're going to talk about what happened That's good, in the because episode, I have so. I have a really really uh, in light of our recent Doctor Who podcast and other Doctor Who podcasts. Uh, that we've done previously. Um, an interesting choice in, in, in trying to make an emotional climax to this episode. Is, is, <laughs> are they going to just kill Rory every, every does week? Does it, does it go around and become <laughs> so ridiculous that it's funny? No, he's Kenny at this point. But, you killed yeah. Rory, you bastards! <laughs> I laughed out loud because we yeah. had just discussed this um, about how many times he can die. Last week. Um, and again... And, and it's just like, yeah, it would be funny if it not for the fact that they played it so straight and so dramatic. All right. So because we're all sitting there going, A, we know he's not going to die. Right. <laughs> not like that. done that. <laughs> right. No, more to the point, like you're not, he's not going to drown to death and sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they had him disintegrated by aliens. I mean, so granted, that's I, a little. Well, shot, shot. Well, no, he was disintegrated by the aliens in the dream. He was shot by uh, you know, Silurians and, and then fell and into then the crack. By the crack, yeah. <clears throat> oh. yeah. So I, I just, it, as an emotional climax, it, it, it rings sort of a hollow because you, there is, it does not seem as though there is a real threat. No, I... Which is kind of, you know, leaves you a little, left me a little bit cold. I agree with you. And it's, and it's worse than that, actually. I hate to say it. Because not only... Um, is it not really believable because they've killed him too many times? So why is this, you know, why are we putting him in jeopardy? But I have to say, one of the laziest things I have seen on Doctor Who since it came back was the two or three minutes of CPR. And he doesn't doesn't wake up, and she gives up, and then suddenly he coughs out some water, and he begins to breathe, and he's okay. That is is something that you could see on any TV show. 
and you right. do it mm-hmm. it and there it's not played any differently it is it's not interesting there's no reason for it it's absolutely a failure in my mind that that is the you know creatively that is one of the lows of, of this show since it's come back because it's so lazy it there not not only is there no emotional connection because you know he's not going to die because they've faked us out too many times before but how, you know i don't watch doctor who to see something that i could see in the laziest you know cop show or hospital show on tv it's just so boring and and yeah. awful i guess the other thing that got me about this episode was the other the point at which i thought it actually had a shot of getting, you know, being sort of, I don't know, interesting, <laughs> was the point at which they they kill the kid, right? Yeah. Like, for me, that was a moment of, whoa, wow, okay, wow, they're screwed. And then I sort of, as it sunk in for the next minute or so, I was like, nah, there's no way they're going to kill a kid. They're you gonna don't kill exactly, a kid on Doctor Who. Exactly right. That's but it, it was that brief shock at the initial part where they actually do it. Like, no one jumps it was over surprising. and saves it or whatever. Yeah, it, it was like, oh, wow, well, home, maybe this got interesting. But sadly, I feel like that was just, again, something that was played kind of hollowly like, nah, well, they're going to save him now. Yeah, my wife turned to me and said, you're not going to kill a kid on Doctor Who. And I said, no, instead, this was like the clue the doctor needed. And he's like, aha, a child has been killed. That's not possible, so he must still be alive. <laughs> not on my television show. That's right. Doesn't well, he? I mean. And so as a result, you know, we're left with watching something that's entertaining mainly because of the trappings. Um, you know, hey, Doctor Who deals with pirates. Um, it looked good. And, yeah, I mean, Hugh Bonneville, like, the pirate captain, was good. Was good. I, there was, yeah, I mean, he was great. I thought that – and the interchanges between him and the Doctor were the best part of the episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. Although two, my two favorite – Yeah. Uh, you're, oh, you're worried now because I have a hat. <laughs> um, I was waiting for hats are cool. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think my favorite thing about this entire episode was I want to see the spinoff at the end with the space pirates. pirates. Spy, yes. that was I was just like, wow, that looks that looks kind of cool. Actually, there's an interesting idea. There. That was Not a that Russell. That was a Russell T. Davis moment. I thought too, it where where, yeah. where it's very much a sort of like. Why not have the pirates have a spaceship? Just Nobody like it's crazy. Dies. Let's go over there, and they've got a spaceship now. It's just it, it seemed like that one a kind of mad idea moment of like, why not? Why not let them do that? I did like the idea. Ah, it's still a ship. Even even so, if it's a spaceship, so it's still a ship. Right. I mean, the whole idea that we're both captains and, you know, he can figure out sort of things in the TARDIS, too, because he's a captain. He understands these things, which is great but, setup for the, the later I mean, thing. But you mentioned nobody dies. And, and actually, that's one of the other reactions I had to this, which is that it's a, you know, the resolution of the plot is extremely derivative of the empty child and the doctor dances where you've got another medical hologram that's not killing people. It's saving them. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, although I think that was more effective at that point because there had been a lot of episodes previous to that, you Where know, in die. which people had died. Yeah. And so there was, you know, that sheer moment of everybody lives was such a great moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was such – it was a victory, whereas we've kind of become accustomed to this, um, you know, this doctor, this – and to a certain extent, the 10th doctor, you know – Saving, saving it. Right. I'm just saying the, resol- the, the the little resolution where you're supposed to sort of say, ooh, what a plot twist. She's actually trying to save yeah. them. I, I, we saw it. I mean, it's happened before, yeah. <laughs> the, the villain was basically um, Robert Picardo from Star Trek Voyager, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Please state the native, nature of the medical emergency. Which I thought was funny, of course, because his character, of course, famous, also named the Doctor. So did this did did this episode seem really slack to you guys? It, yeah. it felt like to me like they had fifteen yeah. minutes worth of pirate material, and then they didn't know what to do. The, and then and then the the ending is so weird. 
they jam up everything from the first two episodes into like 30 seconds at the yeah. end, right? Good they night, Amelia. Everything. <laughs> Not just that, but like yes. they recap, you know, his death and them burning him. Like, oh, right, remember, we can't tell him anything about that. And you're like, this, it sort of right, came that out. That was last week. Yeah. Right. And, but more than that, like it was just <laughs> the first 45 minutes of the episode are, you know, like there's no connection whatsoever, right? Well, I there's feel it's the same. It's the same thing to in the first two episodes where he's like, oh, well, we could figure out more about this or we're going to go off on adventures. And it's it feels like a tagline, you know, in a lot of American shows, actually, because I feel yeah. like American American shows that have standalone episodes as well as the plot based episodes will do that towards the end where it's like but everything's safe contained. But they'll do a better job of it, I find, because there's always something sprinkled throughout the episode, even if it's just interchanges with characters where they'll reference something, even if it's, you know, like, and again, throughout the episode, it's just chronologically the pacing was weird here because it was like, again, 95% of the episode with no mention whatsoever, and then everything thrown into the last little bit of the episode. Right, it's not I as think- if Rory and Amy were like had an aside while they were trapped in the hold about the doctor and knowing that he's going to die, so he can't die now because we saw him die in the future or something like that. It, instead, yeah. it's all right at the very end just to Except lead you into the trailer. That little weird bit. Oh yes, the eye patch lady. Where was yeah, she? Yeah, eye patch lady. Where was she in the second episode? Because I I couldn't remember. She was in the in the um the institution with the crazy guy and the stuff on the walls the like right. gothic southern oh, mansion right. that was for for she wayward was, children again she was on the with, wall. The, with the sliding door and right. this time it was right, a sliding right, 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 right. yeah the, yeah we've seen so yeah the, i mean clearly there's something going on there right um which is nice that at least you know there's there's a continuity for that well it's like but rose showing up in all those episodes <laughs> yeah you know yeah it's no, a it setup it feels a little scattered I mean, the entire the episode was cool in certain expect, like, sure. respects, but it felt it felt like a lot of scenery and not a lot of plot. I, I just is- I really felt like the you know the first part, the first twenty minutes, I guess twenty twenty five minutes was where they got all the kind of pirate action out, and that was fine. But um, the gear shift, I, I don't know. I mean. I don't know what it was. I thought it was an interesting resolution that there's a spaceship there occupying the same space. That's a nice Doctor Who kind of turn. And yet it was kind of disappointing because it didn't, you know, I don't know. It didn't really seem to go anywhere like the other ones did. And, and the, yeah. it didn't help, I think, that the that the the siren turns out to be a completely personality-free drone. You know, she, literally, it, it's a she, supermodel. She doesn't have a line. Who doesn't ever yeah. say anything. She just stands there and looks pretty or occasionally menacing. Scary. <laughs> like, like doctors do. Right, right. Oh, sure. yes. Perfectly normal. Yeah, I hate it when my doctor turns red and fl- throws me across the room. I much prefer him green and floating. Yeah, there's just well, something, something soothing. I agree. It felt, it felt off. Yeah. It did. And here's the thing about the very end. The the kids and the everybody else who was sick, weren't they supposed to they had to stay in stasis because she couldn't figure out how to fix them. So why are they all of a sudden happy go lucky wandering around the ship at the end? I think some of them were okay because all they got was like a little pricked on the finger or something. But then the son was really the sick. Son so is dying, so yeah. but he had the little oh, so he had the little medical thing stuck on him. So the idea there is that he's, you know, able as long as he stays in the care of the medical drone he's he's alive i i don't know it, it yeah, yeah. That i'm really willing to give it kind of a pass on that because it is fanciful it's just like oh and the pirates yeah. are able to to just, go off but i hate giving doctor who a pass though it's just 
That was the least of my problems with the episode. That yeah. The, that the son no, was able to have a, a tube stuck to his neck and still talk. You know, it was, uh, that's way down on my list for this one. Agreed. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, it's just lacking. Yeah. My kids liked it, I have to say. And I think it's because, you know, they were pirates and that was cool. And it was, you know, kind of scary, but not that scary. And, you know, I think they still found it kind of intense, but, you know, they liked it. And so I, I will say that I think that it, it worked just because it, it does have that nice atmosphere around it. And then when they get out of the pirate ship, they're in that kind of weird, creepy atmosphere that Doctor Who does pretty well. And, um, you know, but on so on the kid level, maybe it worked because you do get a lot of credit for having pirates, right? And uh, that yeah. was that was fun. Pirate killed by pirates is stuff. Good. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. but, the, but it, it's it's kind of yeah. It feels kind of I think shoddy, you know, like we were saying because thing like you know oh they'll just go back to the TARDIS and get out of there. Oh, we have to invent a reason why the TARDIS doesn't work. It, <laughs> it didn't really make sense. And that was yeah. a really long, painful and- scene too, where where he Matt Smith and uh, and Hugh Bonneville are are uh, the captain are running around the TARDIS control, and there's the funny part where they're comparing sort of as captains, and then the Doctor starts to have problems with the TARDIS taking off, and he's talking about that, and that makes no... I mean, not only did I have a hard time actually hearing him because the sound effects and the music were so loud, but... Mumbles a little bit, too. it Mm -hmm. It seemed like he was... It was just techno babble. It really was just like, you know, oh, the TARDIS is doing crazy things, and I don't understand why. And that... That also seemed like like padding, like they really had to stretch well, out the a, episode, right? It was also felt like, you know, oh, we just need to, in, you know, invent, we need a, to reason. invent a reason. Right. We don't have a really good reason right, but, why this would happen in the course of the episode. But so in addition, but in addition, they took, you know, they took an extra two minutes, right? I mean, I felt it felt like it was both. It was trying to fix something with the plot, but it was also just sort of like filling out the episode. This episode really felt more than. You know, you hear how they have to write, uh, you know, write extra scenes and fax them to the set because they're they're short, a few a few minutes, and and you know, I I rarely have ever noticed them. This episode felt like they were so short; they just didn't have material, and they they their story just couldn't fit in forty five minutes. So they they stretched it; they just kind of vamped. I hate to say it, but uh, I almost wish that this episode had been 10 minutes and they stuck the other 30 onto Neil Gaiman's episode because that was apparently <laughs> way over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard I heard that was over budget as well. Though, though we did get an intriguing teaser. We did. Yeah, so are we are we done beating up the black spot cuz then we can talk talk <laughs> Yeah, teaser. I think I think the black you know, spot the, is dead. The less said about the rest of the black spot the better. Yeah, look great though. I will say again, I think that this series looks fantastic. It was a lovely black spot. And and I still enjoy, you know, Matt Smith, I think, is still does great with with what he's presented. I feel like I really enjoy the 11th Doctor still. And to a certain extent, Amy and Rory, although I really I want to like Rory more. I feel like Rory's in a position where he's still he's uh, he's he's the early season nine or, uh, uh, you know, first season Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, yeah he's super like, passive. Wanted, and Mickey got cool. Like later mm-hmm. on, I really liked Mickey. I think. He well, really Mickey knew him. he was the dog, right? Well, but he's but like, I don't want to be Rory the dog. was the you know the Roman soldier for two thousand years guarding right. Amy. He should right? be a little more of a badass. So right? he had that, and then well, now yeah, he's back in the victim mode. They grab the pirates, grab him, and he's like, eh, eh, I can't get away. I can't get away from one guy. He defended holding Amy his. for two thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Just poor Rory. Rory does deserve better. He deserves better. To then not be the victim of the week 
and right. to show that he's more capable. And maybe it's, they're setting him up for some of that because yeah, I hope it's so. It's sad because they write him that way where it's yeah. like clearly I think he's got the range. I think Arthur Darville's got the range and the capability to play more complex than that. And we've seen we glimpses of it. But yeah. yeah, they should – They instead of resetting him back to a hapless companion, you know, I feel like it would be nice if they gave him a little more air to breathe. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. So next time trailer, Neil Gaiman, The Doctor's Wife is the name of the episode. And uh, that's certainly a horrible misdirection, but that's okay. And it looked uh, it looked dark and scary. That's yeah, what it we've looked. Got, we got the hint of a, another Time Lord maybe being out there. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, or is it just a trap? A quick, a quick the, shot of the Ood. The Ood. Yes, return. there's an Ood appearance. And, return and, of the Ood. And, and a real suggestion that this is this is at last, actually – with the exception of one shot in the Christmas Invasion, we have not seen, which was really just a redressed wall of the main TARDIS interior. We have not seen other rooms or corridors or anything outside of the uh, of the TARDIS control room since the show came back. And I think this is the episode where um, a lot of stuff is going to happen on the you know deep inside the TARDIS, which was which was. I hinted at this week where he said you can go that way to the bathroom or that way, which is really well, there's nice. Been, there's, been, there's been hints at it, right? But we've never seen it. Pool. We've never yeah. seen it pool, other, other than David Tennant picking out his uh, his wardrobe, suit yeah. from the uh, mm-hmm. wardrobe. We haven't seen the inside of the TARDIS. And I think I think Neil Gaiman's episode is where we where there's Have a we, whole I, lot of TARDIS. Forgive my, forgive my ignorance of, of Doctors Gone before, but it has there in, the, in prior incarnations, have they – Spent more time inside oh, the man. TARDIS. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's a – Peter Davison's first episode, I think, uh, large chunks of it are running around in corridors in the TARDIS and going to, you know, various rooms. There's like a meditation room where he tries to sleep off his regeneration for a while. And there have been – yeah, there have been a bunch. There were Daleks in the TARDIS at one point. And oh, dear. So there, Somewhere there's, in there. There's crevices. There's – there's actually, I think somebody says – there's a fandom thing that says that there's still like a Dalek or a Centauran running around somewhere in the TARDIS. Lost because yeah, it seems like you could do an large. entire episode just lost in the TARDIS, right? Because it's infinite. So, so yes, they have done that in the classic show, but not in the new show. So it'll be interesting to see. And and the um, and they, I think it's Michael Sheen actually, renowned yeah, actor Michael Sheen, Michael Sheen who's mm-hmm. who's got a deep, scary voice that he takes over people's. Uh, it's like he's he's our master, and we do what he says. You know, it's like ah, that's terrifying. And we we saw that clip. There's a clip in the trailer. Right, that's the, uh, you know, I've killed hundreds of time lords, and Matt oh, Smith's right. reply is, uh, ha, "I killed all of them." So, top that high, uh, high expectations for yeah. Night and so after week. that, we have what three more before this sort of season cliffhanger uh, mid season. Yeah, seven and six. Yeah. It, there- yeah, it's um, yeah, seven and and six. So there were episode three, episode four is Neil Gaiman, um. Uh, five and six are a two-parter by um, the guy who did Life on Mars and and um, Ashes to Ashes, Matthew Graham, Ooh. and then the and then the finale, uh, mid-season finale by Moffat. So that's what's to come. I you know, I don't know. Maybe it's too early in the season to say, but I guess we have already had one season entirely Stephen Moffat, and I, I like Stephen Moffat a lot. <clears throat> but and I liked you know obviously he written some some really great episodes for prior. Uh, seasons as well but i guess you know so far i feel like i've I've expected more from him as the showrunner and he has not yet delivered necessarily and all of that but you know obviously it's so early in this season to say 
he pulled it out of the fire last season. I, I was after that two parter with the uh with the Silurians. Yeah, um, I, I was ready yeah. to I was ready to give it up. I was so despairing. And then they 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 turned it around and the rest of the season was really great. Um but yeah, it's a I I'm starting to feel like they're going to have to do that again. Right? I mean, it's yeah. and, and it's pretty scary. I I I'm also starting to think have we seen all of Stephen Moffat's tricks? And if that's true, then I'd rather they, you know, that he move on and they find somebody else who's got new tricks to tell because I, you know, it's feeling more like this is my criticism of Star Trek after like they went through um Deep Space 9 and Voyager and it was essentially the same group of producers and writers who'd been on next generation so they'd been there for like 15 20 years practically and and with moffat i thought we you were going to get, get something in the formula after yeah a while. yeah i mm-hmm. thought moffat was going to be um really new and do some different stuff and now uh, you know it turns out since he wrote every episode or you know for an episode for every season um maybe he doesn't really have anything new to say and he's sort of already already spent most of it so which is a shame because i think i think he is i mean you know you see the work that he's done for example on sherlock oh yeah um, and it's clear that he's got interesting ideas right it's just maybe Mm -hmm. that the doctor who has not been he has he has run out for so many years of having pent up all these ideas maybe he's kind of blown through them a little bit quicker than he yeah i'm gonna I'm going to choose to be hopeful about Stephen Moffat and and assume that he has not blown through all of his ideas. It's just a rough start to a season, which has happened on many many an yes, occasion. And, and they pulled history. it out last year. They yeah, did. no, it's true. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not I'm not condemning it. Obviously, that'd be ridiculous after three episodes. <laughs> but you know, I I I am just you know I'm cautious. I don't want to be burned. Yeah, I'm very Aww. very sensitive. Yeah, you've been hurt before. I can tell. I have. I have been hurt before. So <laughs> On many times. On shows that have wronged you in the past. Oh, so many shows that have wronged me. All right. Well, um, so that was uh, what a way to start <laughs> Sorry, Saturday. That was, <laughs> that was that was depressing. The uh, well, no, I mean, curse the black spot. I think that's the the short version of it. Is it was disappointing, and and there are some things to to like about it, but um, kind that's of a mess. On, kind of onward and upward. Yeah. Yes. Neil Gaiman next week. We're all excited for that. I am. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, I want to be. Yeah, so it's the be best happy. thing. The next time trailer, basically. Is that yes. what we're saying? And a the next time trailer looks good. And a couple lines. All right. All right. I can't. I can't disagree. I just if if I I, I would really rather never see another um, live. Damn it, live uh, CPR scene again as long as I live. Seriously, I agree with it. Makes you. me want to not be saved by CPR if I die. If I'm dying, it's that well, it's it. that she bad. Did it wrong too. She did do it wrong. On yeah. top of everything else, after he told her not to, he's a nurse. Listen to him. <laughs> yeah, I want to play thought- that scene back. Amy, you're a terrible. You'll be a terrible nurse. Trust me, I'm a nurse. I know. Don't save me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was getting revenge on him for for talking about how hot the mermaid was, or for getting it's her half pregnant. Possible. Maybe with her quantum pregnancy. Nothing worse than being half pregnant. Yeah, quantum, quantum pregnancy is the name of my new band. By the way, you know, is it me? They ended the same the episode exactly the yes, same way. That as was the previous my point. They, they're like, just like, in case you really weren't. The last, last stinger week. is pregnant. Yes, no, again. It's yeah, we got thing. it. That's what I'm saying. It reminds uh, me of American television. American television. It's not just that because it's the fact that it. it it just makes it like 
what did we just watch for 45 minutes? It was unimportant. They're basically telling us the most climactic thing we can end this episode on is something we showed you last week. (laughs) Last week. Yep. So the rest of the show is point. (laughs) And the trailer for next week. (laughs) That's your one-two punch. And that's why it's a filler episode. Yeah, I guess so. I like, you know, but pirates. Yay, pirates. Pirates. Yes. All right. Well, that now that we've depressed everybody and all the Doctor Who fans have thrown away their iPods in disgust, um, I'm gonna, uh, you know, thank you for coming on and, and it's like therapy sometimes. Podcasting <laughs> a is little therapy. bit. Talk it through. It's some better friends. shared with others. That's right. Always. All right. Love company. And that wraps up this edition of the Incomparables Flash Doctor Who podcast. Uh, For Dan Morin and Serenity Caldwell, I'm Jason Snell. Thanks for listening.